What is up, everyone? This is the Buffalo Blitz right here on the Built in Buffalo Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter network. I'm your host, Peter DiBiase. You guys can follow me on Twitter at DiBiase Peter right down there. I'll follow you guys back. Make sure you guys follow everything Built in Buffalo, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter, Instagram as well, all Built in Buffalo. And check out for basically daily articles, builtinbuffalonews.com. And then shout out to my sponsor of the show, Picasso's Pizza. For the best pizza in Buffalo, it's got to be Picasso's. Every night is pizza night. So we're not going to do our usual show. We usually kind of touch base on the previous game, then preview guys the next game, as that's how we usually do it. But because the Bills played on Thanksgiving last Thursday, it's almost been a week at this point, and the Bills do play tomorrow in Foxborough. I'll actually be at the game, so if you're at the game, come say hi to me. But, yeah, I'll be at the game tomorrow. So, me and Lance, who I'm going to bring on in about a second, we're going to be previewing you guys, the Bills Patriots, give you guys everything you guys need to know about the game, get you guys ready, give you some game predictions, some key players, matchups, all the fun stuff. Comment section is open. Drop a like, drop a love, all that fun stuff. But we have to do this with our guest, Lance Mafia Montage from the sit-down on Saturday nights. Lance, how are we doing tonight, my man? Hold on, brother. I appreciate you having me on. So, uh Man, I could feel it. I don't know if you guys have the energy right now, but I am just absolutely fired up about this game. Uh, Patriots week is the best week of the season. And usually, uh, I guess, at the, when we play them at home, but uh, playing them on the road this week will be uh, in your neck of the woods there, kid. Yeah, I go to school in Providence. You guys don't know Providence, Rhode Island, which is about half hour to 45 minute not even depends on traffic drive to um the stadium so i'll be at the game part of my internship so i'll be on the field i'll be on the press box do a little uh patriots coverage not really i'll be talking about the bills i'll be tweeting about the bills um my class goes a little long tomorrow so hopefully i'll get up there in time to get some videos for you if not i have a boss that will get you some videos so you guys follow me on twitter to see some on the field videos which would be awesome um yeah look the patriots week is Always fun because it's a division rival. They beat up on us for years, uh, and the Patriots are our rivals, obviously. But this game has a little more meaning in the sense that the Bills are currently sitting at 8-3. and three. They're tied for first technically with the Dolphins, but the Dolphins have the tiebreaker um, over the head-to-head, obviously. Not for long. But the Bills need to get off the schneid in the sense of division wins. And look, is it a must-win? I'm not going to go there yet, but it's – the closest you're going to get to a must win at 11 games into the season. So Lance, first thing, what, what, what are your expectations for tomorrow before we start and getting some questions on stuff? I want to just see, I mean, if we're looking at, and we'll go further into this later, right? But we're yeah. looking at only two guys out, big, big guys that are out, but it's only two. And um, I want to see these guys come out and, and dominate this team that, we should dominate, right? I think that the Bills are the better team on paper, and I'm looking for kind of what I'm calling a get-right week this week. So um, difficult games for the Chiefs and for the Dolphins. So hopefully with a Bills win against the Patriots now, we can kind of reclaim uh, division lead and kind of get back in that driver's seat for the uh, overall conference as well. So um, just – Overall, for this game, I'm, I'm really looking forward to see, um, you know, adjustments because we just have been failing to adjust and, and get these modifications that are needed to the offensive scheme, um, things like that. So I, I really want to see um, kind of Ken Dorsey 
uh, give me something new, give me something I haven't seen yet. And, um, you know, I don't, I, he doesn't have to empty his, his toolbox no. in the middle of a season, but, you know, I just think that it's getting a little bit old, um, watching this team and kind of struggle on offense when you just think of back even, um, not too long ago when they scored 30 points against the Vikings, which is a pretty good game offensively. So, um, you know, really want to, really want to see our, our offense get out there and really, um, try to put some points on the board and, and ex- execution is the word you'll hear me say from here until the end of the season, probably because it's just been the main cog in the machine here is that when we execute, nobody can stop us. And when we don't, uh, they can. So, and Look, you could say we're being. I, look, I when I, I was going to go back on my thought, but yeah, the Bills' offense, rightfully so, has been criticized. I would say um, by a number of obviously Bills fans, media pundits, all that fun stuff, and they kind of got taken out of the quote unquote Super Bowl little window that, that people have, like those media yeah. guys. It's like now it's the Dolphins. It's a little bit of the Ravens, which is obviously lost to the Jaguars, so they got problems of their own. But the Dolphins, it's the it's the Vikings, it's the Eagles, it's the Chiefs, and the Bills are kind of looking out to the right. media. You can agree or disagree; it doesn't really matter at this point. It really does not matter. The Bills offense still did score twenty eight points last uh, Thursday. Was it a pretty twenty eight points? No. Was it a smooth twenty eight points? No. It's twenty eight points, right? So like. You would think, and the Bills have been beat up on defense. They've given up a little more points than they usually have, I would say, in a handful of games. But if you tell me the Bills can score 28 points week to week, they're going to win most games. They're probably going to win 11 to 13 games, maybe even 14, because 28 points is a lot of points. So I think we got to be a little cautious on where we – I'm not saying, Lance, you were doing this, but I'm just saying I think we got to be a little cautious on the criticism. Look, is there rightfully so criticism? Yeah. Has Josh Allen looked like the Josh Allen we saw – in the first half of the season, no. Could you blame that on the UCL injury? 100% you could blame it on. Or could you blame it on, like, the play calling? 100%. But 28 points is 28 points. I get it. We all want it to be pretty. We all want it to be smooth. We don't want it to be clunky. And I agree. It's a little less stressful when the Bills are beating the Titans 41-7. I agree. It'll be less stressful tomorrow night if the Bills are 21 nothing halfway through the first quarter and the game's over. Yeah, I would enjoy that. I would rather not be in a close game. But how many times are NFL games close? This is not college football. You're going to be in close games. Oh, it doesn't yeah. have to be um, a three a three point game, but like it, it's going to be close games. The Texans got back in that game last week against the Dolphins. They made it a two position game. The Dolphins yanked their starters really early in that game. I because yeah. it was kind of not on red zone after I was the Bills and I was watching red zone. But you, Lance, do you remember when the Dolphins yanked their starters last week? It was like I think it was Wasn't somewhere. It? Towards third. the midway of the third quarter, I think. Yeah, it was, uh, it was a couple possession game. And then I remember going on Twitter, I saw somebody tweet, uh, the Dolphins might want to put their starters back in. It's a two-possession game. Look, they won by two possessions, and they were never in danger. But, yeah, look, teams get back in games. This is the National Football League. Every game yeah. is not going to be a blowout. And you went on Detroit, look, 28-25. to 25, Wasn't smooth, wasn't pretty. Bills got the win. But you're playing a team that was coming off three straight wins. That was probably playing their best football they probably played in, like, four to five years, it feels like the Lions in those three games stretch and they were playing two games in five days for the bills. So, and a team that was battling injuries, like seriously still battling injuries and they came away at the win. Wasn't pretty. It was not tomorrow's game. And we'll it's time to get to tomorrow's game. Um, we're going to start with the bills offense versus the Pats defense. Um, and guys, as always, the comment section is open. Drop your thoughts, drop your comments. As always, we'll be here until about 10 o'clock uh, right around there. But yeah, 
Bill's offense versus Pat's defense. And I know Lance, because I cover the Patriots a little more than I think most Bills fans do. And not that I love to, but you got to do. You got to do what you got to do when you're 21 year old in college. But so you guys, we all know Matthew Judon, one of the best edge rushers in the National Football League. He's been an animal this year and he's really good and they paid him to be that well that good so they expect it but some guys in the Patriots defense that are I would say premier kind of key players like Dietrich Wise on the edge he's very good because he's kind of gotten less it's like the Von Miller effect kind of to the Patriots if you would say it's the yeah. Matthew Judon effect to the Patriots because Dietrich Wise has been kind of flying under the radar has had a solid year does his thing um, their linebacking core outside of Matthew Judon doesn't really do anything for me. You got Juwan Bentley, uh, Mac Wilson Sr. They're okay. But they're, but they're disciplined, I think. So yes, that's the big yes, thing is, right, yes. because they're coached up so well by Belichick. I think that these the front seven especially is just, um, you know, one of those units that just has all their ducks in a row and kind of, you know, they're not going to beat themselves typically. No, no, I agree. The Patriots usually historically have been that under uh, Belichick. But, yeah, their corners are good. Jonathan Jones, Jalen Mills, um, Jack Jones, Miles Brandt. But they play better because they're in a good scheme. And there's something that I, I think, Lance, we can talk on now. The Patriots like to play a lot of man. The two things the Patriots like to do. Majority, they like to play man coverage. And they like to send pressure. That, in my opinion, bodes well for the Bills' offense. What do you think? Yeah, it's a recipe for disaster against Josh Allen and the Bills. Um, I don't think they have anyone close to being able to cover Stephon Diggs. Um, and, you know, he's already got such a heck of a season going. I mean, already over 1,000, already over 1,100 yards, right? So Yeah, he's had an incredible year, obviously. Um, just 115 targets that we talked about before the show here. Just incredible numbers. Um According to PFF, he has a 73% uh, catch rate. So um, I think that's second or third best on the team to uh, Singletary and Knox, actually, which I wanted to touch on um, when we're talking about this subject with the Bills offense against the Pats defense uh, is utilization. Uh, So what I'm I guess one of the things I I could have said earlier when you asked me what I'm looking for is Mm -hmm. I want to see a really good spread of guys getting the ball this week. I want to see Knox four, five, six, seven targets, but I also want to see, um, you know, Gabe get five, six targets and, and Diggs get his eight. And I know there's only so many plays in a game, so it's tough to to get all these guys super high numbers in the target um, category, but I just want to see that. I want to see give, give the ball around – to the guys that are going to make plays and get it out of Josh's hands because they do like to bring pressure. And as I was going to mention on the injury report, we have uh, Deion Dawkins out this week, right? So down our left tackle, um, arguably the best lineman on the team. Um, Mitch Morris is, is my most valuable offensive lineman, but I think, you know, skill put together with his age and things makes Dawkins kind of the, the best, um, and he plays the premier position, right? So um, getting Mitch Morse back this week, I think, is a huge, huge thing that uh, you watch and see these, this unit and see how they can execute with Mitch Morse in the center. He gets these guys in line and gets the guys called out when they when they get to the ball. So I think having him back is just going to be 
um, an incredible boost for this for this unit and the offense as a whole. So, uh, you know, I hope that uh, Dorsey, uh, starting with Dorsey, kind of gets a game plan where we can kind of spread this ball to to multiple weapons we have, and um, we don't need to hone in just on digs. And we know that um, we were talking earlier in in our group chat here for Built in Buffalo, right, about uh, a few things. And and one of the things that came up is just maybe a, a, a trust thing where where you want to make sure that um, Josh still has trust in all these guys. And and we know that the only way we'll know is for him to show us by giving them the ball, right? So if we can get a good game going where, uh, you know, four or five, six guys are, are getting chunk plays and getting um, – getting the targets, I think that's going to be uh, a recipe for success for the Bills moving forward as well. Something that on offense at the Bills, I think we've mentioned this a lot, run offense, their run game as a whole, I think it's starting to, I would say, pick up a lot. And I would say Devin Singletary's been pretty good this year. I think he's like some, around 700 total yards, something like that. I don't have the stats in front of me or his Bro. exact stats. Uh, Singletary. He's had a, I think he's had a very productive year. He's averaged five point yards per carry. Um, and the Patriots' run defense, according to PFF, is basically middle of the pack. They're 14th on PFF okay. defense, right? They're they're 14th in PFF on run defense. Um, they're better than the Bills' run defense. The Bills on PFF do not build well in run defense, but you say whatever you want with PFF, right? So the Patriots' yeah, run defense 564 is, so far. Okay, 560. I, I think I said total yards, but he might have a couple hundred. Well, oh yeah, he definitely has. He definitely has. Uh, you know, yeah. almost almost eight hundred total there. yards. Yeah. Yes. Okay, that's what I meant. Yeah. Um. But yeah, Devin Singletary run game. James Cook, if they could use him, would be awesome. But ready? This is something that Bills fans are not going to want to hear. The two. I was at two games. I've been at four Patriots games this year. One against the Colts with Sam Ellinger. Chalk that up. It doesn't matter. It's Sam Ellinger and those Colts. That was right before Frank Wright got fired. Literally his last game. Yeah. I've been at. Uh, the Jets game with that uh, kicks, uh, that punt return for a touchdown, the winning game. Chalk that game up, being both teams being just horrible on offense. The other two games I was at Ravens and Bears. There's a similarity and there's a coincidence when it comes to that game. Two things Patriots lost that game to the Ravens and the Bears. They got smoked actually by the Bears. Another reason is they couldn't stop the running quarterback in Lamar Jackson and Justin Fields. The Patriots cannot stop running quarterbacks. Their linebackers are not fast enough. They're not talented enough to stop running quarterbacks. I am not saying design runs for Josh Allen. I am not. I am. Okay, maybe you're going. Go for it, kid. But (laughs) the Patriots like to bring pressure, right? And they like to play man coverage. So what does that mean? You guys, you have extra defenders in the box. So West guys in the middle of the field, left, right side of the field. You also have DBs with their back turned to the ball. Because they're not playing zone coverage. Hmm. What does that mean? Broken yeah. plays, Josh Allen takes off. I would expect Josh Allen to have 50-plus rushing yards tomorrow. I bet you he has 70-plus rushing yards. I expect a dose of Josh Allen rushing yards tomorrow. And what that means is that the Patriots are going to have to pick something. Because if they want to blitz Josh Allen, it's like blitzing Mahomes. Right. It doesn't work. You want to play man coverage against the Bills? You want to play man coverage against Stephon Diggs? Be my guest. Josh Allen rushing yards tomorrow. Whatever the over is tomorrow on the rushing Smash yards for Josh it. Allen, take it. Take the over on Josh Allen. Unless it's like 100 or something. I don't think it is. That's like 50-something. 
or, uh, 40, no, it's 42 and a half. I think take the freaking over on the Josh Allen rushing yards tomorrow, because the two games I was at that involved super rushing quarterbacks, we're throwing out Zach Wilson and we're throwing out Sam Ellinger because you know why Justin Fields, Lamar Jackson running quarterbacks. The Patriots don't stop the running quarterback. Josh Allen designed runs, maybe potentially. Josh Allen running the ball a lot. That's a key to the Bills' offense. I get it. You're going to be yelling at him, get down. Yeah, get down. Get down, 100%. That's not what I'm saying to do. Tomorrow might be a day of Josh Allen running the ball. It might be West Passengers running offense. I, I just think that's what the Bills are going to do tomorrow because yeah. if you're smart, you saw what beat the Patriots. So why not go and do what, you, what beat the Patriots? Lance, thoughts on – I think you agree. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, I took, the, I did uh, throw in a little parlay on Fanduel, and uh, you know, I, his over was forty-two and a half, and uh, passing yards over two hundred and sixty-five and a half. Um, you know, and and that's where I kind of placed this bet with the same thing in mind that I just said. You got, I have over and Knox receiving yards, Singletary receiving yards, because Singletary is like ten yards. You know, it's like, sure, throw him the ball, man. You know, he's in there. They you got to keep you got to keep people honest when you you can't just say, oh, we're not going to uh, get this guy the ball. He's playing plenty good. He's the leader in receiving percentage. He's got 35 targets and caught 31 balls. Now, I get it. They should. You know, he's They're throwing the ball three yards to him, probably. So there's probably the easiest targets that out of anybody. But at the same rate, you know, he's not dropping the ball. James Cook's getting the same kind of looks mm-hmm. and his catch rate is only 47 percent. So that's uh, a yeah. little bit different. And um similar roles in their in the receiving game i think they're going to be running similar routes and getting similar opportunities so you just see uh devin being more efficient and i i think they again i'm looking for utilization here and that's where i kind of put that parlay together with that in mind is like let me have um a few of these guys get going and, and get some good plays and being that the patriots aren't um overly talented in the secondary and linebacking core you know, I got the over on like Dawson Knox as well, um, which was like I don't know, 30 some yards or whatever burned me last week when he only had 17. Um, but, you know, hey, I think that, uh, again, this is kind of what I what I'm saying is, uh, is it get right week? I really want to see uh, these things open up. I want to see Dorsey prove and myself included prove the critics wrong. You know, like he's been taking his lumps, especially this week. And uh, rightly or wrongly, I just think that he needs to come out and have a very solid game plan. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, we want to, we're going to need to use the rest of the season here to really, I think, uh, you know, gain an offensive identity. And I think we know from past experience who the Bills can be on offense and things, but with the new acquisitions here of like Hines and we have Cook now and Khalil Shakir's here. And we're not, we're not really utilize, we're not utilizing them, and it drives us nuts. And it, you know, we think it could cost us games in some scenarios and whatnot. But I, it doesn't surprise me because the way these guys seem to go through their season with their game plans is they want to kind of keep things reserved. They think they can get by with their basic packages, and then it seems like maybe um, trying to hit stuff more towards the end of the season in the bigger games, when they got to pull something out, they'll, they'll kind of reach down and try to grab something. And, 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 you know, if they can feature a matchup, you know, with a guy like Shakir um, on a, on a Patriots fourth uh, 
defensive back, you know, or a safety, I think that's a huge matchup um, advantage for the Bills. Jim's coming in. Josh needs to play within himself, in my opinion. I think at times he sees what Mahomes is doing and tries to do too much. Take what the defense is giving you and don't turn the ball over. We should be in good shape. I think I agree with the bottom sentence. Uh, Take what the defense is giving you. Don't turn the ball over, all that stuff. I don't think he sees what Mahomes is doing. I don't think that is a factor at all. I don't think he cares. Um, I think he's being asked to do as much as he's doing. I think he's he's either taking it on himself to say, I got to do this. And and then that's where we kind of talked about a little bit with the trust thing, or he's saying, um, or Dorsey's saying, you know, hey, I need you to go out here and do this because I'm not competent at an offensive coordinator. But I'm still, I'm still, I'm not going to go there right away, but I'm just saying that's kind of where I'm leaning because I just don't understand some of the things that are going on so mm-hmm. far this season when we're not being effective. Jim's also coming. I think Diggs gets double team tomorrow. Knox and Mackenzie Davis will need to step up. Yeah, I think Mackenzie has a great game. To, or I guess he has the recipe to have a good game tomorrow. He excels against teams that play man-to-man defense. That's his specialty because he is that breakaway speed. He's not like the pure polished receiver. I think the Mackenzie hate is way too much. I think it's – we all – I said this – I mean, I said it last week or two weeks ago. Um, I never thought Mackenzie was a true slot receiver. The right. Jameson Crowder injury hurt the Bills a ton because you would have each uh, you would have a true slot receiver Crowder, who's really similar to uh, Cole Beasley, and then you have a McKenzie who excels against man coverage, excels as more of just like that gadget guy. McKenzie's been asked to do more than I think we expected. I don't think sure. the Bills brought McKenzie back to be like the full time slot receiver. I, I don't think that's the case at all. I think the McKenzie hate is way way too much overblown. I think when if you added Jamison Crowder back into the mix too, it just adds more opportunity to give McKenzie like clear out opportunities, uh, you know, flood routes in the flat, those kind of things where he's like maybe a check down or kind of a quick hot route kind of deal and um, not look to be as like the second or third, the actual second or third read, you know, it's more of a, you know, option to get to him and, when we talk about taking what the defense has given us, that's where he's going to excel is because if he had those roles um, and that's where James Cook's been so disappointing is like, he's had some of the opportunities in those roles where he gets a check down pass or something from Allen and then he drops it. And it's just so maddening, right. To, to go out there and, or to be watching the game and then having, um, having that happen because obviously, right. We just said, you know, there is, criticism that can be put on this team they're not perfect they're not maybe as good as everyone wanted to be Um, we wanted to be scoring 40 points a game and be undefeated and all this stuff probably but you know at the end of the day we're we're still in a great position and I think that um, getting these guys uh, you know confidence back up and and showing the trust in them is going to be huge Um, and that starts in this game I think the Bills are second in points per game in the National Football League. Just going to put that out there. 28.1. The only team that has scored more points per game than the Bills, or 29.6, uh, is the Kansas City Chiefs. And the Bills' last three games, they're averaging 29.7 points per game. I'm, I, I, look, I'm not going to get into that. I'm just, just pointing that out there. Last year, the Bills averaged 29 points a game. So. There you go. Yeah, I mean, I, again, I, I mean I'm – do that again, again, I think this I'm is not, a get-right week, and I think that this is a 
this is a week where we really can see some of these things and some of these criticisms or areas where people have, let's say this, the areas where people have concerns, right? That's kind of how, how I like to say it from here. And, and so where the, if we can get some positive mojo, so to speak, in those areas of concern for people, um, per, give Josh Allen some more time because the Patriots do like to bring pressure. And if they do drop off, can we protect against a four-man rush? Because that's been one of the biggest problems is not protecting against a four-man rush. And that's killing um, killing the offense. Because when, when Allen has to improvise every single play, he just gets tired playing out, you know, because he's got to take off and run most times or, you know, try to keep the play alive. And he's, you know, throwing people off him. And these are, you know, 270 pound guys that are just, you know, animals. And I just, I really hope that we can figure out a scheme for pass blocking uh, this week specifically to start getting Allen uh, cleaner pockets. And even early in the season, I know, and PFF uh, does a good job in some areas and not in others. And I, the way they grade uh, Allen this season on, on being pressured or, having a clean pocket to throw from or, you know, however they kind of break it down is a little bit uh, misleading, I think, because they give him credit for having a lot more kind of clean throws than I, when you watch the game, you're like, ah, that he had a lot more contested throw or he was yeah. under pressure because, but because he ran away from it and got away from it and then maybe made the throw where he wasn't maybe under pressure. Um, they kind of deviate that or, uh, kind of develop those stats a little bit differently for him. So, so it's a, it's a little bit misleading, but it's it's also telling that, you know, he's very good at evading pressure as well. So. so uh, Scott's coming in. What's up, Scott? Hope everything's going good. Dominic's coming in. How you doing, my man? Welcome back. Right. back. I got one. I got one fan here. You got Scott. one fan in here. Haven't been <laughs> back in a while, Dominic, but appreciate you back in. Bill Buffalo says happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. Dave Myers. Listen to Dave. Um, Smash that like. He also agrees. Josh going for 75 and a tutty. Sure. Works for me. What's up, Gerard? How you doing, man? How you doing? Um, I'm going big tomorrow. Allen Diggs, Davis with the touchdown and all over. Alternate yards, Allen three plus with Diggs and Davis 100 plus. Jeez, that's a lot. That's a lot of overs. You're expecting a lot of yards. I like the confidence. Hines for a touchdown. That would be nice. You know, it would be really nice. Hines punt return touchdown. That would be fun. Hines, punt return, or kick return touchdown. Help the offense out a little. Whoo, that will help the team. If we get a special teams touchdown, block punt, something crazy like that, I I, I would enjoy that a lot, being at the yeah, game and right. hearing all the Patriots fans just go quiet as Neon Hines is uh, running down the sideline. And I won't be able to cheer tomorrow, which is annoying. But it'll be okay. Get behind it, yeah. I won't cheer tomorrow. I'm not going to cheer tomorrow. I can't. Nah, not allowed to. Man. I'm in the come press on. box. I'm in the press box. I'll get, I'll get in big. Ah, honestly, got, some people have gotten in big trouble. Oh, for yeah. cheering. Yeah, you're not supposed to cheer. Even if you're like the Patriots writers or whatever you are, you're just supposed to sit there and type. So I'm going to be like sitting there and I'm going to be texting the Bill in Buffalo. That would be right. my cheering. That would be my I'll be looking forward to it. I'll be sitting in my living room. So yelling at <laughs> yeah. the TV, trying not to wake up my son. Um, What's up, Epic B, Brian? Mondays and Thursdays, breaking tables. How are we doing tonight? Josh Allen sat a lot more quarters than Patrick uh, McKermott. Nice, nice name for Patrick Mahomes. But yeah, uh, um, yeah. Josh Allen has sat some quarters. So let's go. Let's go to the Bills defense side of the ball here. Key to stopping the Patriots offense. The Patriots offense has been kind of very interesting this year, I would say. It's been a 
Right? You talk about two games, last two games, literally how interesting the Patriots offense been against the Jets. Three points on offense. Their touchdown was a punt return touchdown, so that's not the offense. So three points against the Jets, and they get the win, right? Last week in the loss against Minnesota, their offense had their best outburst, I think, all year, I would say, and they get the loss. So, look, that's how the NFL works. Their defense got exposed last week, and their offense excelled against a Vikings defense. That is not that good. Right. Key to stopping the Patriots offense, in my opinion, and Lance, I'll let, I'll let you talk for a second after I give you my thing. Stopping the run. Stopping the run. Look, Damon Harris is out tomorrow. Isaiah wins out tomorrow. That's a tackle. That's their probably RB2, I would say. 1A, 1B with Stevenson and Harris. And Stevenson's had a very good year. You make the Patriots just turn into a pure, pure passing offense, they're going to struggle. If you give up, if you let them run all over you, you're going to struggle on defense because then it opens up the play action and then you can get guys like Devontae Parker or Nelson Aguilar, Kendrick Bourne uh, involved. And those guys aren't that good. But they become good when they have opened, when they're open. It's that simple. I think you got to stop the run tomorrow. So that's my biggest takeaway for the Bills defense. You stop the run like they did. I think they did a solid job in Detroit, I would say, in stopping the run. Not, not. They gave up 3.4 yards per carry and a touchdown. I'm okay with that, 3.4 yards per carry. You'll beat the Patriots tomorrow if you give up 3.4 yards per carry. Yeah. So, yeah, stopping stop the run. Yeah, so who do you think's the highest-graded run defender? On, on the, the Bills. Bills. I'm on PFF now. I did not look at it. I'm on the offense right now. I'm actually on the offense. I was on the Patriots defense. Stopping the run best. Is it a defensive lineman? It is. Because I was going to say if it, was, it wasn't, I was thinking like Milano or something like that. But if it's a defensive lineman, uh, Shaq Lawson. No, it's 91, baby. Ed Oliver. Um, Shaq surprising, Lawson, right? Shaq Lawson was a bold answer. Yeah, Shaq Lawson is. Dang it. Uh, I was really uh, hoping for Shaq. Shaq Lawson where is. is he? Where, what the heck? Not even He's on here. 29. Not even on the team. He's 29. <laughs> okay, don't listen to me. You guys ever get off. Ed Alvarez one, Von Miller's two. That's obviously not playing tomorrow, Von Miller. And I and I really I, I do apologize to the viewers and to you because I I didn't get enough time and I really wanted to have some cool um video. I nah. just did a I just did a little demo with some with some uh telestration software that was really cool. And uh one of the plays that I had shown on the um the sit down live on this past Saturday night at uh, 7 p.m., uh, new night for the sit-down, by the way, guys. So 7 p.m. on Saturday nights. Um, but it was, a, it was a run to the right side. out of an, It was an I-formation setup motion okay. out to a two-tight end, two-wide receiver. So two, two, you know, it's a basically a 12-personnel set, two tight ends, one running back at that point, um, two, two split ends. And then um, run basically just a, a stretch play to the right. And... Uh, and DeMar Hamlin ends up coming out from the safety, uh, single high safety look and making a great tackle. But the reason he was able to do that is because Daquan Jones just stuffed the Lions offensive lineman and into the backfield two yards deep. And so immediately the running back had to cut out towards the sideline um, because of the penetration up the middle. So, um, yeah, you know, these, these guys are uh, this defensive line getting healthy, Besides, Von, besides <laughs> the loss of Von Miller, which I, which I understand. But but look, I mean, getting healthy, 
uh, with, with run defenders, let's say, at the right time because we have Greg Rousseau coming back and playing. He's that's a massive comeback with the Edmonds is coming back and playing. So if that's you look, massive. If you look at the the missed tackle percentage, right, and you mm-hmm. sort it from you know at Oliver five percent missed tackles. I mean, the guy just if he gets his hands on you, you're going down basically, and that's probably why he's so highly rated at the run defense because he's getting his hands on people and getting them down to the ground. He had a massive game. Wow. So you know what's something before you keep going? What I what I, I guess hate about PFF, because you mentioned Daquan Jones, right? And I like mm-hmm. PFF and I don't like PFF. And you take everything with a grain of salt. They're their ratings, they do what they want. Yeah, they do what they I, want. It's yeah. their website. It's not you want if you don't like them, make your own website, I guess. That's what I always tell people. If you don't like them, Let's make, make your own. one. Let's we do it. Make, we should make one just for the bills. Um and just pick numbers out of a hat and then piss people sure. off. Uh Daquan Jones is the 18th rated Bills run defender, right? He's the 18th. Bills run defender. The reason I bring that up is because what you just said, in the yeah. sense that he swallows people up, that creates lanes for other players. Like for example, the play you mentioned, Demar Hamlin to make that tackle, or Ed Alver, or whatever. Because that's why we brought DeQuan Jones in. I think that has to be affected in your grade, in my opinion. I don't know if it is, but you would think that's important. Like, it's, is he making the tackle? No, but he's the reason that the running back had to change course of direction and go into Demar Hamlin or Ed Alver or whoever, right? I think that has to be taken into effect of your sure. run grade. If that makes sense to the viewers, because Daquan Jones has been a major impact. He doesn't st- come up on the stat sheet, obviously, because D tackles usually don't. Um, or run D tackles, not like Aaron Donald D tackles, right. stuff like that, but run defenders or big D tackles like that. I think Daquan Jones needs a little more love as being the 18th best run defender. You tell me Dean Marlowe has a better run. You tell me Tredavis White is, has a better grade on run defense than Daquan Jones. Yeah, small sample okay, size. Okay. Right? That's the this thing. Has, it's all the. I mean, wait, they got wait, a lot wait. of people on here. So Before we right. go to that, do you see Naeem Hines on the list? Yes. What the heck is he doing? <laughs> what the hell is he doing on the list? Did somebody run a fake punt or something? Must have been. Against no. he was on the field. He for, must have been on a field for a punt or something where they kick? ran it. Nobody ran a fake punt against us. Yeah, I don't remember that. But he doing a one one snap. That's weird. Yeah, Six, I mean, I think that, you, you uh, get what I'm saying. Like you take everything with a grain of salt with PFF. Yeah, like, Jermaine Edmonds is not the 19th best run defender in the Bills. Yeah, and that's and that's Dinger where Rhodes does not have a better run defense defender. Is not a better run defender than Daquan Jones. And Tremaine Edmonds. Look at Tremaine and Jordan Phillips. I was going <laughs> to highlight Tremaine Edmonds real quick because he's coming back this week, and it's such a big um, three-four. What is Brian talking about? What is he saying in the comment section? <laughs> if you continuously struggle at the D line, Coach makes Fraser switch up to it. Huh? We run a four-three. Yeah. For D. What the heck? Maybe wait, maybe this kid's time traveling too wait. early in the night. Uh, so Brian, I just want to I want to talk this out because I love Brian and we can bash on him because yeah, just, you know just Brian. jump right on Brian. Let us know what you're talking. I don't about. know if we want yeah. that. Um, okay, <laughs> okay. Now he's now he's saving himself. There we go. Wait, so switch up out? No, no. He's still saying the same thing. Yeah, he's just well, anyway, we actually run it. We run a nickel, so it's more four two five anyway. But um, how, how, how the heck would we go to a three? We don't know. Uh, don't moving we, on. Peter. Don't we love Orlando Gonzalez in there? Boy, I love losing Super Bowls. Uh, don't we just love people that like to troll us? Thank you, Orlando, for 
spending time in your night talking bills with us. Thank you. I'll keep going. Right. The show so Tremaine, Tremaine Edmonds, and when we're talking about how you can look at PFF stats and grades yeah. and things like that, just to continue that a little bit, is that Tremaine Edmonds has a missed tackle percentage of 7.4%, which mm-hmm. is incredible. Yeah. Second on the team for uh, starting. Terrell Bernard's ahead of him, but he doesn't have as many snaps. Snacks. So um, 7.4%, which is amazing. Okay. All of Tremaine Edmonds' other grades are 80. No, he has a 76 in tackling, which does, he has a 7.4% ta- missed tackle percentage, which is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. So how the hell is his tackling grade? 76 doesn't make sense and then his rush tackling grade is pretty easy how many percent of the tackles do you make <laughs> right and, and that should be the number his run defense right? is at 57 everything else is eat 70 high 70s it's like a 80s, test and then and then brunch defense is 57 it's like no i know everyone will tell us that he misses some gaps they love to say that Oh, and he gets caught up in the fray from time to time because he's not um, as good of a of a. My tackle. bad. He's not Brian Urlacher. Yeah, right. He's not Ray Lewis. So apparently he stinks. Um, yeah. How many how many teams would take Tremaine Evans right now? All of them. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know who wouldn't. Maybe who's the best middle linebacker in the National Football League? I can't. Uh, um, I'm gonna say. I mean, he's young yet, but Roquan Smith's really good. Yeah. And he's up and coming. Um, established wise, I think I don't know if Wagner's still on a team or um, yeah. one of the guys down in New England's having a phenomenal year. But I don't know if that's just pass rushing or if he's uh, doing well as a middle linebacker. So yeah, look, I think people need to slow the roll on. Uh, yeah, Mr. But, so on defense, we're getting Edmonds back, right? So we're gonna have basically our starting defense minus Von Miller. Trey comes back. We're obviously down Hyde for the year, so. You know, you have Poyer and Hamlin are there. So for all intents and purposes, we have our our starting defense against a Patriots team who has just no clear number one receiver. They have... It's a bunch of guys. Two brand-name tight ends that don't produce the numbers. Had an okay year, but John Smith, I think... Been a major disappointment for the Patriots. Well, he better have an okay game because I took him on over 40 yards receiving. And the I kinda, are good against the tight end. They are really good against tight end, but I'm thinking that uh, you know, if if Henry if they get Henry off of Milano's side and kind of get those guys like uh Myers and Aguilar and those kind of guys down the field and get Hunter Henry sneaking up underneath um on that kind of you know, say you have trips left two go routes and then an out route, maybe Hunter Henry can, you know, yeah. get a little separation, at least box out and, and be able to make a catch here and there. And they do that three or four times and then I'm good. Right. So <laughs> it's all, about, it's all about how you can make those, those bets. Right. But yeah, I think that getting these guys back, getting back to where we can have a rotation because last week we ended the game with three defensive ends. Couldn't rot- I mean, you're not rotating much. Was there, it so. Basham, Lawson, Mike Love? Yeah. Mike Love was not good last week. I yeah, I mean, and then a tackler last week. You you have uh, our D tackles are all fairly healthy now, so that's where um, this you know, is some probably of these guys the can pick most, up the slack, right? This is probably the most healthy the Bills' defense has been, and I know Von Miller. Exactly. Yeah, I get it. Exactly. I get it. He's coming back this season, though. I, he's coming back. I, I trust yeah. his word. I would say, should I read into it? The Jets game, maybe not, but he's coming back this year. I would expect. 
Um, yeah. Is he like seventy five percent, eighty percent Vaughn is good enough, and he wears a brace, he'll be okay. I think we need, we obviously need Vaughn, but the Bills are getting healthy yeah. outside of Dawkins, which and look, Dawkins and Miller are massive losses, like massive losses. I think Dawkins, if I had to argue, get one back for this game, it'd be Dawkins. That's just my opinion um, over mm-hmm. Miller, and that's not saying Dawkins is better than Miller, but if you can keep Josh Allen upright, you win the game ninety nine percent of the time. So, well, well I'm, I'm actually excited to see Spencer Brown work the left, left tackle and, and then, Barry uh, right tackle. Yeah. I, oh, see I, it. I mean, I, I'm not saying it's going to be great. I'm not predicting he's going to do well. I'm just I'm saying I want to see him ever from an offensive yeah. line. <laughs> he's actually going to be our uh, key player. To, no, um, it's it's hey, just you know one of those things. I think that uh, you, when you have a chance like this to develop some guys in some key situations here, you have a a key game here in division game. Obviously I, I think you can call this a, our rival right um, mm-hmm. now. And uh, really it's tough because all the whole division is just a, a big rival right now because everyone's over 500. Everyone's playing. Division, division is a tough them. weekend for the division. Yeah. Division so, for a bumpy ride potentially this weekend. Yeah. I, you know, I was predicting on the conflict of interest last night that kind of jets are going to start their fall. I was in the comment section there mm-hmm. and uh, saying, you know, you know, jet, this is kind of the week that the jets <laughs> kind of falter and, and they're, they're going to start to, to kind of slow their roll a little bit back to what, what we think they maybe should have been. And, and then, um, you know, the loss, I think this week puts new England back to 500, um, if I remember if they're six and five right six now. And, five, yeah. and look, Miami yeah. goes to San Fran. And then after that, they go to LA. And then after that, they go to Buffalo. So I'm looking for a one and three uh, division stretch. record uh, this week. You know, Bill's getting the one win and the other three teams losing. And Casey also has a tough game. But look, I don't think we have to worry. I don't want to talk. I'd rather focus on the division before we get to the. Yeah. Kansas City walk talk. before you can run. Yes, exactly. Look, if the Bills, the Bills can come out of the way on Monday with leading the division. I don't care. I want the Bills to come on Monday with the victory because the Dolphins are going to falter, right? I don't think they're going to go 3 0 against the 49ers, Chargers, and us. They're not. They're not that good in that sense. The Bills need to take care of business tomorrow. If Bills take care of business tomorrow. Then on Sunday, we'll go sit back and watch Red Zone and become Bengals fans. We'll become Vikings fans and we'll become 49ers fans. And oh, yeah. I think. Two of the teams can win, probably. I bet you. If the but Bills win tomorrow, if they don't win tomorrow, then we got our own problems. <laughs> so win tomorrow, and I don't really care. And then we can go with that. Uh, Scott's coming in. We crushed Pats without Vaughn last year. Made it deep in the playoffs last year without Vaughn. Yeah, well, Vaughn Miller is important to this team, obviously. But it, like, let's say, like Lance said, we ended the game last like, If you're rolling in with Shaq Lawson, Boogie Basham, Mike Love, and then who's the guy? CJ Brewer or Ken- Kingsley Jonathan coming in? As your other edge rusher, yeah, I would be right now. Hey, easy. Hey, I, like I know he's Syracuse, but you get what I'm saying there, Lance. You get what I'm saying. There'd be a little, uh, little concern, and maybe Kansas yep, yep. would be good. I don't know, but I don't know. So I, the Bills are okay there in a sense. And look, the Bills are two. True, Bills are two and one against the Pats last year. That one was that absolute wind tunnel they were in. It looked like a tornado, and the Bills almost won and probably should have won that game. They beat them in New England last year. Good quality win. And then they obviously, you know, everyone remembers the division uh, wild card round. They absolutely smoked them. So the Bills historically, obviously not good against the Pats. Bills the last couple of years with Josh Allen, very good against the Pats. 
I expect Josh Allen to have a very solid day tomorrow. I think he can get out of his pocket. I think Bill Belichick's a stubborn coach. I think Bill Belichick's a great coach, but he likes what he does, and he's not going to go away with it. That hurts the worst him coach in, of all time. <laughs> that hurts in some aspects in her in the Ravens game, her in the Bears game. It's going to hurt him tomorrow. I think you're going to run a man coverage, right? Majority. You're going to run a team that's going to blitz more than four guys. That's a recipe against the Bills you don't want to do if, if the offense is quick and doing their thing. Like I said, Josh Allen against man coverage usually eats teams alive. I trust my receivers over the Patriots' defensive backs in one-on-one coverage. Zone different, defense is a little different. And if you want to bring extra rushers, go for it. Josh Allen excels against the pass rush, and he also has something called his legs, which he can get out of the pocket, and a lot of grass, a lot of open field when the DBs – or with their back turns, and there's guys coming in from the left side, right side, or up the middle, and Josh chooses the right lane, and he goes. Maybe the Bills have a good pass. I bet you tomorrow if the Bills win, I bet you they have a good pass uh, 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 pass blocking grade on PFF on Friday. I feel like that. Like You'd be like, ah, they probably didn't play that great, but I feel like PFF be like, you know what? Josh Allen was kind of upright, but maybe was that more because Josh Allen was doing his thing with his legs. Right. It's not uh, Matt Ryan standing back there and just getting pummeled. But yeah, the Bills are this is a boring game tomorrow. And I think the Bills can do their thing. Like if you look at their Bills defense, you have well, let's get to that. Let's let's get to the Bills secondary because I, I kind of want to talk about it. Um some key matchups in the secondary. I think we can bring that up. How many snaps does Trey White get tomorrow? I think we need a lot of Trey White and Kai Year Lump. Are we gonna get that? No, no. Probably yeah, I would not. like to. Yeah, I mean, I think I, that uh... I I don't hate Dane Jackson. I'm not doing that to Dane Jackson. I thought he's been a very good. He was a day three pick. He was a day yeah. three pick. So we can all slow the roll on Dane Jackson. Was he good last week? No. Are teams picking on him? Yes. Is there a simple fix? I feel like Dane Jackson's in coverage, ninety five percent of the time, playing well, uh, pretty good coverage. He's not getting a hand on the ball, and he's not turning around. He's not making a play on the ball. I feel like a rich. Uh, Akeem has talked about this a couple times in our chat. He's just not making that play on the ball. That final play on the ball. He doesn't have to get interceptions. Just make a play on the ball. Make it a difficult catch. But Still got um, a pretty good pass rating against yeah, when they target him. I mean, he's really not doing what, that bad. He's week. having some key situations where he's not getting it's, his head around, like you he's say. Not he's not making a play on the but ball. But Mac Jones isn't going to throw with anticipation like a lot of the great quarterbacks no. do. And he's... Uh, doesn't have the same velocity on the ball as a lot of the NFL quarterbacks do. Um, and then the receivers just, again, I'm going to come back to it. You know, as I, I saw a comment about Devonte Parker. He is good. Um, and their receiver and core is okay, but it's not like it's a bunch of like, you know, twos, threes, and fours, in my opinion. You know, I don't think that there's like, any there's no Stefan Diggs on this receiving core um no. for sure and so i think that given that maybe within the uh rotation Dane Jackson can really have a good day kind of to regain a little bit of comp i don't know if he's lost any but if he has just kind of put some I hate good, that narrative i hate yeah, that narrative get some tape out there that's lost confidence good. yeah yeah, I think NFL players are okay with confidence. I think they're okay. I think Dane Jackson's okay. I think he, people might think I need to do some things better. I don't think he's lost. I hate that narrative. Oh, does this player lose confidence? No, they didn't lose freaking confidence. They're NFL players. There's a reason they're playing in the National Football League, and you're on your little Twitter app, which I tweet a lot too, but are not playing in the NFL. They don't lose their confidence. So some of these stinking narratives drive me insane. And I get why like, media people do it, get clicks, but like, 
which just drives me. Even Bills like Twitter, not Twitter people, but like Bills like fans. Some people, some people just don't use the brain. I can we can go on a two-hour rant about why people stink sometimes when <laughs> it comes to the bills. Um, I'm not gonna yeah. do that because I'll start just throwing people under the bus. We can but... just start playing some Bob Marley. Don't worry, be happy. Because yeah. every little thing is gonna be all right, boys. We could girls. be the Broncos and average 14 <laughs> points per game with Russell Wilson. You want that? I don't want be that. a Broncos fan. Yeah, I know nobody wants that. But yeah, I think the Secondary, I would like to see a lot of Trey White. I like to a lot to see uh, Kyir Elam. I think Kyir Elam is a physical corner. I think he's a little more physical than uh, Dane, and I think that it's going to affect the Patriots. Oh, okay, we'll go with a lot, but I think he can affect the Patriots corner uh, receivers because, like you said, they're not. Randy Moss is not walking out of that tunnel tomorrow night. No. So I think the, the Bills will be physical. Let's see. And I like the Jordan Porter and I like the DeMar Hamlin uh, duo in the secondary. I think that's been highly underrated in the Bills uh, media world, uh, whatever you want to call it. I think that's important. Look, stop the run. Get a little bit of pressure after Mac Jones. You're going to be okay, in my opinion. You don't get any pressure. You don't stop the run. You're not going to be okay. But, yeah, you make Mac Jones beat you. I, I'm going to take my chances. Let's hope not going to want to I'm not wrong. But, yeah, I think the Bills will be okay. Um, the one key matchup I can't let you move on without mentioning, yeah. though, is that interior defensive line of the Bills against – uh, beat up uh, interior for the, for the Patriots offensive line. Patriots offensive I line. think Andrews is coming back, but he's hurt, right? So yes, he's um, been. He's been. I'm not sure how uh, how healthy he's going to be. Even if he is playing, is he going to be 100 percent ready to go, or is he more um, 80, 85 percent? And even 85 percent, you know, Andrews is a darn good offensive lineman, but um, Ed Oliver and Daquan Jones are on a mission. Tim Settles really, really starting to turn it up. I like what he's doing. Mm-hmm. And then Jordan Phillips um, is pretty steady. He's not uh, – I've seen him lately, and I don't know if it's the defensive play call. And this is the tough part about sitting in this chair is I'm looking at a lot of film, and it's like, man, if I could just have a little bit of a clue on what they kind of call because I it drives me nuts to see Jordan Phillips – kind of standing his guy up and just looking to bat balls down recently. And that's what I've been seeing out of him. I've seen him press his guy, kind of get the separation with his hands to keep the guy off him, and then be looking to jump up and try to bat a ball down. And I'm just like, dude, you were brought here to rush the passer on a, on a passing down, and we were having trouble you know, stopping the Lions at that point in the game. So I'm just really looking for um, Phillips to actually um, – put some moves on these guys and get by them and get to the quarterback rather than trying to just press and, and kind of wait to bat a ball down. Yeah. Tim settle important. I think Tim settle has been solid this year. Shout out to Virginia Tech Hokey. So I like Tim settle, um, obviously, but I thought he's been pretty good this year. And uh, Ed Oliver's had that breakout game last week. And I think let's go Ed Oliver. Let's keep it up, man. You're going to need, we're going to need a not We don't need more. We're going to need this up because obviously Von Miller's not going to be there. I'm excited to see what Rousseau does. And this is not going to be a shot at the young edge rushers because I think Rousseau has been very good this year. And he was pretty good last year. But I think, would you say, Lance, before I get to my six, point, Rousseau's, Rousseau's been good got this year? six decks and yeah. how many Vaughn games? Has eight, so. how, many, how many games for Rousseau? Did he, nine? Did he miss two uh, games? Eight, eight games. Okay, eight games. Rousseau has been very good. But McDermott did say these three edge rushers, Gregory Rousseau, first round pick, Boogie Basham, second round pick, AJ Benenza, second round pick, were brought in for a specific reason. They were valued high and the Bills need them. McDermott's right. I forgot his exact quote, but he said, basically, let's go. 
basically, basically let's go. Like, the guys are important. We get how important Von Miller is. He said Von Miller was brought in for a reason. So are these three guys. Doesn't have to be all three tomorrow. One. Come on, Boogie. Let's go get it. Let's go get Mac Jones. Let's go, Empanenza. Let's go. Let's go. I, I, I'm excited for these guys, and I think we need a big game for them tomorrow. We don't need we don't need three sacks. Let's get pressure. Make Mac Jones a little uncomfortable. Let's mm-hmm. go. This is this is your time. People talk about how important Von Miller is. Those are not Super Bowl contenders without Von Miller. Okay, let's go. You guys were high valued picks as well. I want to see what those guys can do tomorrow. But those guys could be very important off the edge. Shaq Lawson's gonna be important. Stopping the run. Probably see a good amount of Shaq tomorrow. I would I would expect solid edge rusher. Nothing nothing special, but not bad. So PFF does not think he's a solid edge rusher as he is a has a worse edge rusher than uh uh Davis White and Nine Hines, but thank you, PFF, for that stat. Um but yeah, I expect these young edge rushers to and this is where uh, I love it actually. Daquan Jones is third on the team in pass rush uh grade on a true pass set. And if you look at some of the film against the Lions, you'll see that that Daquan Jones um has been bullying some of these guys. And um, not always making the play, doesn't always get noticed. He's kind of in the background. But if you actually, and I, I key in, and I actually watch mostly the offensive line. So I miss sometimes like actual plays during the game because I'm sitting there just watching how the off, how the trench battle's going. And I'll, you know, so if the ball goes away from the trenches, I may, I may miss, um, you know, part of it. But I think that it's just been incredible to watch. Uh, having that guy that we kind of wanted, um, what's that guy's name that was here? The defensive tackle that left, but he was supposed oh, to be a uh, big run stuffer. Star? Was it Star Latula? Yeah, Star Latula. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So kind of filling that role. And uh, see, I told you I was gonna I was gonna stumble tonight, uh, but um, yeah, the uh, the Star Latula kind of role where he's really having a big presence on the inside, and and when the Patriots are coming are a team where you're going there to to face them um down a couple guys it just spells trouble to me i don't know yeah 100 percent. okay wrapping up the show here we're gonna end with our two segments picasso's pizza key player we usually do picasso's pizza player of the game we're gonna do picasso's pizza key player and then we'll give you our game predictions and we're gonna say good night so lance before I get to you, Picasso's Pizza Key player for the best pizza in Buffalo. It's got to be Picasso's every night. It's pizza night. So, Lance, who is your Picasso's Pizza Key player to the game against the Patriots? I'm just going to keep uh, singing this guy's praises because I want everyone to know him is Daquan Jones. I think he's going to be a key to control the line of scrimmage. And um, you said the key to the game was pass, uh, sorry, run defense, correct? So, with that, Daquan Jones is going to play a huge part, a huge role in that. So I'm going to say Caso's pizza key player of the game, Daquan Jones. I'm going to stay on the defensive side of the ball for my Picasso's pizza key player of the game, Matt Milano. I think the Bills are going to have to set the tone defensively. It will obviously help the offense if the Bills can got to get some stops, be consistent on defense. But Matt Milano has been an X factor for most of the games this year. And he'll be X-Factor stopping the pass, tight ends. They like to use their tight ends with Hunter Henry and Jadon Smith and stopping the run in Rohaje Stevenson, especially out of the backfield as well. They like to use them. You get that. You get a good game from Matt Milano. You kind of shut those couple guys down, keep them in check. The Bills are going to win. So Matt Milano, Daquan Jones, 
kind of those interior guys. Obviously, Matt Milano's a linebacker, but the defensive guys, the guys that get after the, the quarterback, all that fun stuff. It could be important for the Bills tomorrow. Kind of set a tone, be physical, all that fun stuff. So I got Matt Milano, and Lance is going to with Juan Jones. So shout out Picasso's Pizza for the best pizza in Buffalo. It's got to be Picasso's. Before we get to our game predictions, we're going to go a little over time, if that's okay with you, Lance, for about a couple minutes. Yeah. I was, hoping you're bring this, I was hoping you're going to bring that up. I, I was, wasn't because it's I your like, show. I, I wasn't. I really wasn't. I almost clicked on it myself. I've talked about it so much. OBJ thoughts. He's meeting with the team. Was it Friday? Friday. And something I think what did Vaughn say today? He's coming down to the Bills and Cowboys. But then another report came out that he wants a multi-year deal, which the Bills probably you would think won't give him, I would say. Um that makes like, perfect sense because well, Trimmy, we're kind of uh, hindered by the cap, right? So if we give yes. them a, a multi-year deal, it allows us to kind of push them, uh, kind of kick the can down the road, so to yeah. speak. So. so what are your thoughts? OBJ, just give me your quick rapid-fire prediction. OBJ yeah, to Buffalo. If, if he leaves Buffalo Friday without a deal, I'll be surprised. That's, really? that's I think it's, it's uh, a more glaring need now than ever. Um, I wasn't on board at all. At the beginning of the I year, any, when when they first started talking about it, I had wanted no part of it, and now I want all of that smoke. Um, I was always on board because well, anytime you, you can Peter. improve, anytime you can improve your team and a team that can win the championship, or Super Bowl, whatever division, all that fun stuff, you got to do it. You got it yeah. the best way. Look, if he wants a two year. Whatever, thirty million, what, whatever, two-year long-term contract with significant money, and the Cowboys can offer that. There's nothing the Bills can do. The Bills can be outbid in this really fast, if if it happens. It's not. Yeah, like the that's are, the thing. Like, I don't know if I'm with a ton of money. I don't know if you know a lot about the salary cap. I don't personally. Mm-hmm. Um, what are they? I think they're like two and a half, three change. I think we're working with around that number. But Bean seems to. I mean, there's so many different things they can stagger. Different. Yes, yes. I don't know how like signing bonuses count against it or whatever. You can but, maneuver stuff. So like, can the Pagulas kind of just you know dump a bonus on them that kind of equates to a big you know what he would get paid his salary and just pay him all up front in a bonus yes. structure or something like yes. that. You can do that. You can maneuver money. You can 100% do that. I don't think you can maneuver to make free 10 million dollars in cap space. You know what I mean? No. I don't think we're going to that level. Um, let me see if I can pull up NFL cap space currently. Yeah, we had like three hundred thousand, and we just cleared like two point eight with uh, over the cap. As the, of course, as I'm trying to do it, it really wants to be slow. Like, sure. Um, over the cap, Cowboys currently have six point three million in cap space. Okay, not a lot. The Bills have one hundred twenty thousand. I guess that's not updated, and the Bills that's are working with like two and a half. So the Cowboys have about four more million in cash space, but technically they probably could create more to get to that 10 to 12 range. Well, the right. bills probably can only get to six to eight. Well, that's where the multi-year deal comes in. Like Chris was just commenting to with the backloading, but you yes. know, the salary cap's only going to keep going up. So it's just a matter yes. of how I much would you be shocked spend. if the bills so, go into the, give him a multi-year deal because one, the injury and two, you got Poyer, you got Edmonds, you got Oliver on this fifth year deal. Obviously Singletary's yeah. a free agent. You need to add all one. You know what I mean? I would expect I think with the, one the year play rental. of Damar Hamlin, I think that, that Poyer's just not going to – I think he would have been resigned by now if he was going to be. We don't, I hate to say it. That could be an off season. Yeah. Hey, look, if Poyer's last thing he wants to do in Buffalo is win a Super Bowl and he wants to say goodbye, I'm okay with it. I'm okay with um, it. But, yeah, we can – that's an off season topic. We can get into Poyer. But, yeah, well, OBJ, 
could be a Bills option. He's meeting with the Bills. So it's not like one of those Twitter thoughts where you're just praying. He's meeting with the Bills. Yep. There's a chance we could be celebrating a Bills victory and an OBJ signing. And then here comes my DH gate OBJ jersey in coming in hot from China. Because uh, I will get one. No doubt. Um, Who knows? If somebody tells you they know where he's going, they're lying. They're, well, they're and that's, I mean, you got a lot of people talking, right? And if Von Miller says he thinks a certain thing, I'm going to roll with that. I don't know. I don't he's know. More of a chance he knows than yeah. so-and-so on Twitter. Yeah, if Von Miller says he's pretty confident in OBJ wanting to be here and coming here, then it's just, I don't think the Bills are going to fumble that. I don't think the Bills brass are going to fumble that opportunity. There's one caveat, which we mentioned. It's the multi-year deal with a lot of money. That's the one. Like the bill, it's not like the Bills have endless money. Each team has the same amount of money, right? Then I think he's a Buffalo Bill, no matter what. If the Cowboys want to give him a two-year deal with more money, the Bills potentially could be outbidded in this. I would be yeah. shocked if it comes away with a one-year, three million dollar deal, right? Let's say that, and he goes yeah. to the Cowboys with that. I'd be shocked. But think of this. I mean, I don't know um, what their comfort level, but just something that kind of came to mind. I think Case Keenum's like a really high-paid backup, right? And yeah, then we got Barkley on the practice squad. Life. We could maybe, you know, ditch him or convert him or trade <laughs> him or do whatever. Try to figure something out with his deal where it would clear more or what there's multiple there's the bills, look, I, if the bills if the bills were a million away and obj wanted that one million i think the bills could figure it out sure yeah easy. but are we a million away well we're only yeah. three we're only three below the cowboys so i think they can figure that sure. out but do the bills give them a two-year deal i think they would i think really there's no reason not to really I'd i mean you're shocked. coming in yes i hope you're right in, i hope you're, you're right. coming in I a really game wrong. i hope we, I text we would you. have 12 games at this point so coming in you're only playing uh, five They're or six, ga- you're only playing five or six games in the regular season this year, or you know, five games, yeah. and then you had the playoffs. So, at most, um, nine game season or eight game season, seven. yeah, eight, eight or Max seven, nine. you know, yeah, whatever. And uh, you just have to, yeah, figure out the finances. And I've been saying this all over Twitter and talking to anybody that'll listen is that I don't, I'm not good at the finance part of it, I'm not good at the salary cap part of it, I don't know enough about it, I haven't studied it. Um, I, I just watch football and I know football, you know, from a schematic and an analytical point of view. Um, but Bean will figure that out. He's the best at figuring it out. He does. He just knows I'll how figure to figure it out. Yeah. So let you know him what do we got to do. We got to do a built on Buffalo watch along. Yeah, Perth that'd be great. And stream it a couple of years, it. maybe a year or two down the road. Twitch. Can we do it? I don't know. Yeah. Facebook. We can do it on Facebook. Okay. Fair we enough. Just probably wouldn't be able to say. Some choice words I would, I would expect. I would have to tone it back. I'm going to say them anyway because I'm off your montage. I do what I want. You can say, I can't because I'm trying to get a job in the media. <laughs> I cannot. I'm very careful what I do on this platform. Uh, some great. other guys, breaking tables from Epic B, you can say what the heck they want because they got full-time jobs. I'm trying to make a career in media, uh, obviously. So, yeah, let's go to our – what does Jeff say? What did the Rams give him last year? I think it was like a two and a half, three million dollar deal. But he was also looking for that in the sense. Yeah, I think this year is going to be heavily laden on. Uh, he might centers. want that structure just just in case he gets injured again. Yeah. I'm not saying he's going to get injured again. I'm not saying he's fearing that. But for him, safety wise, that's not a bad idea. But if he wants to cash out after the season, he can ball eight games. He literally was about a half away from football to getting a massive payday. Yeah. Like he, and he wouldn't even be on the Bills if he doesn't tear his ACL. 
I'm not saying I want him to ACL, tear his ACL so we can have him. I'm not doing that, obviously. But he was a half away from football. Probably winning that Super Bowl MVP. Yeah. The Rams probably blowing out the Bengals. That game probably not being close. And him getting a multi-year deal not on the Rams. So, yeah, he was this close. We'll Could have been a Chicago Bear. He could have been a Chicago Bear. Game prediction. Lance, what do we got for the Bills Patriots tomorrow night in Foxborough before we say adios? Yeah, I'm going 34-10. I said that on uh, the sit-down live on on Saturday, and I'm going to keep to it. Um, the the over-under is 43-and-a-half, so I'm right there. Um, mm-hmm. And I'd, I'd pick my score before I knew the over-under when I went. And uh, so – uh, given the fact that I picked 34 to 10, I naturally uh, bet the over. So um, everyone out there, since I bet the over, go hammer the under because it's almost a guarantee that I will lose. 34 10 for Lance. Let's hope Lance is closer to the score than I am because it'll be a nice, enjoyable game. And then I can go in the Patriots locker room and interview Patriots players about the loss. With and your then... Bills hat on, right? Yeah, no, I'm not doing that. Oh, I'll be in neutral colors tomorrow. You know what? I'll wear. I wear a blue shirt under. I wear a blue. I'm not wearing any bills, but I wear a blue. On my computer has the Buffalo Blitz, so I have that. But I won't. I won't wear bills. Yeah. Obviously, that's a little unprofessional being the Patriots locker room and wearing bills gear. What about socks? Can't wear bill socks. I don't even have bill socks. I should get some bill socks. Yeah. But no, I wear. I wear. I wear some khakis. I wear. I wear a suit tomorrow, but I'm not going to wear bills. I have bills polo yeah, shirts. Yeah. I have bills sweatshirts. I'm not doing that. I'll, I'll be smart. Um, don't want to get in trouble. Lance goes 34-10. I'm gonna go. Let's see. I even thought of it. Let's see what I got. Let's see what I got. Um, I got the Bills. I got the Bills 20. I got the Bills 31. I guess I get to go 31. I got Patriots 21. 31-21. Say the Bills win by 10. Say they cover. 31-21. Maybe late touchdown by the Patriots. Or late touchdown by the Bills to say, see ya. But 31-21, I think the key to the game is Bills run the ball, set up the play action for Josh Allen. He uses his legs over the whatever the rushing total was, like 42 and a half. Bills win 31-21. I hope it's you're 31 nothing at halftime, and then we put all our backups in. That ends up 31-21. And then you're just like, and we, we pulled a Dolphins from last week. <laughs> like, oh, boy. Here we go. Um, uh, yeah, let's get a Bills tattoo. Yeah, no. I don't. Lance, you got a Bills tattoo? I don't have any tattoos. I don't do plan on getting one. But if I Buff- did get one, I would get a Bills one. Who do you think in Built in Buffalo, before we get off, this the show's going absolutely off the rails right now. Who do you think in Built in Buffalo has a Bills tattoo? If Dan they did. Kelly, the real Dan Kelly. He has a Bills tattoo? I don't know if he does. I'm saying Dude, he looks like a guy guess. that would. That's your guess? I feel like Brian definitely got a Bills tattoo. Some stupid Tuesday night when he had too much to drink. I think Izzy's got to get a Bills tattoo right on his head. <laughs> Shave that sucker and just. Dave Myers. Go. Dave, if you listen, Dave. get a Bills tattoo. Dave, if you get if the Bills win the Super Bowl, I hope Dave gets a Bills tattoo. Get a we should all get Bills tattoos. It's true. If the Bills win the Super Bowl, it should be a built-in Buffalo pact. Everyone gets a Bills tattoo. Everyone. Jeff said I would get a Buffalo Wings tattoo. Jeff, you're on board, man. Okay. Why don't you go get a T-shirt? By the way, oh, oh I Buffalo always it. Merch plug it. Plug it, plug on the Tee Public website. Go to our Facebook page, uh, Twitter built account in Buffalo, well. or Twitter account. Get, get the link. Um, you can go to T Public and search for the built-in Buffalo shop. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a, a ton of designs. Oh, I forgot to wear my sweatshirt tonight. I know. Shoot! I, I, Shoot. I, I was it. gonna wear the sit-down on your show, so I wore it on on Saturday, and uh, so I got my show T-shirt that I ordered uh, mm-hmm. from the sit-down. 
I've been wearing the heck out of my nice hoodie that I got for the sit down. And now I've, I just placed another order for three or four Mm -hmm. more. She got my son a shirt. Uh, His birthday's on Sunday. So shout out to Theo. What's Uh, the better birthday gift for your son, Theo? For the the potato, the potato logo, Bill shirt, baby. And hopefully he's celebrating a Bill's win. Some built on Buffalo gear. A couple maybe division losses and maybe it's a good birthday for Theo. He'll have his Josh Allen jersey on tomorrow night. And we'll, uh, so I, we'll see I got a time. Buffalo Blitz uh, sweatshirt in the closet. I got a Buffalo Blitz computer sticker. I got an Air Allen computer sticker that hasn't arrived yet. I'll get some more stuff. But yeah, if you guys want anything built in Buffalo, awesome merch. Uh, go to our Facebook page, Twitter, Instagram, all that fun stuff. Yeah. T Public, that's where it is at. Not expensive at all. I, yeah. okay, Jeff, you can get a fourteen dollars shirt. Yes, uh, twenty bucks. You know, twenty bucks, I guess. If you want to think expensive, it could be. I'm not judging you, but it's not eighty-five dollar Nike T-shirt. It's fifteen to thirty dollars. Stickers are like three, four bucks for my computer. They're awesome. Anything, uh, drinks, glasses, computer cases. Bill Buffalo got everything. If you want your Buffalo Blitz merch, get some sweatshirts. Let's go, guys. That'd be awesome. I'll wear mine in a couple weeks when I come back on. So a little scheduling news. I will not be on next week. I will what? be off next week. I from I do PC broadcasting for Providence College Basketball because I'm a senior and that's what I want to do. I'm a head well, of basketball broadcasting for student. So next week we have a game at 830. Um, I'll be there. That's against Manhattan. So I won't be here. I won't be doing the show. We're off next Wednesday. I will see you guys. 2.5 seconds. I'll post the link in the chat here for you guys. Oh, yeah. Post um, the link. But I'll be back on December 14th. With Izzy from the Red Zone Report. So I, I'm off December 7th. So no Buffalo Blitz next Wednesday. But you got to sit down on Saturday. You got a ton of co- coverage for you guys. So you guys won't be without coverage. If you guys want to listen to this podcast form, it comes out podcast from tomorrow morning. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. Let's go. Link is right there. Um, so th- this stays forever. So if you guys signed off, come back on Facebook. The link is right there. Uh, Lance just put it on Facebook, so you guys make sure you guys do that. Lance, once again, where can everyone find your Twitter? Where can everyone find your show? Yeah, so we're uh, at Mafia. I'm at, at Mafia Montage on Twitter. Um, I don't think you can find me on Facebook too much. I think my profile is private. I got to make a page anyway. So at Mafia Montage on Twitter. Uh, at sit there's a, there's a sit down uh, Twitter too. I don't remember the handle off the top of my head, but check out the sit down uh, on Twitter. Um, and then just all over built in Buffalo, every, uh, you know, YouTube and, uh, Facebook, Twitter, um, of the, of the built in Buffalo brand, uh, find us there and, uh, I'm all over it. I'm usually in the chat on just about every show that is on the built in Buffalo network and try to support all my guys here, uh, because they're the best team, uh, of Bill's content creators in the entire world. So, uh, support us, check us out. I uh, appreciate everyone for watching and go Bills. Yeah, guys, everything go Bills, everything built in Buffalo. Make sure you guys follow that all social media platforms, built in Buffalo Podcast Network. You can check us out tomorrow morning. Follow me on Twitter at DBS Peter. I'll be back December 14th, so no show next week. Appreciate everyone in the comment section, all the love. As always, this is the Buffalo Blitz on the Built in Buffalo Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter network. See you guys in two weeks. Go Bills. <laughs>